We are on Memhe of an Aleph at the two dots, nine lines down. The Mishnah said, All those who left the Tchom to save someone may return to their place. Mara asked, Even if it's more than 2,000 Amos, But the Reisha of the Mishnah says that if somebody went out with permission, he has 2,000 Amos in each direction. And the Seifa implies, no matter how far they went, they may return home. Rav Yehuda said that Rav said that the Seifa, which says that anyone who went out to save someone may return to their place, it's not talking at all about an issue of Tchum. It's talking about carrying their weapons that they are permitted, or Rav Moshe Feinstein learns, required to take their weapons with them. Umay Kusha, Mara says, what was the question? Maybe if they went out to save, it's different. In other words, maybe the Reisha is talking about someone who went out with permission to deliver a baby or to testify about the new moon. And the Seifa is talking about someone who went out to save someone from danger. And maybe the halacha is different. The, the midwife or the witness for the new moon only gets 2,000 amos, but someone who went out to save someone else can return home. The Gemara says, Ela ikasha hakasha. Rather, if there's a kasha, it's from here. It's not. As the Mishnah in Rosh Hashanah says, hayu, lo, I'm sorry, Barishanah lo hayu zazin misham kolayom. In the beginning, those who came from outside the Tchum to testify that they saw the new moon, lo hayu zazin misham kolayom kulo. They could not move from the based in the whole day long. established that they could go 2,000 Amos in each direction. The low Elu Govadamru, and not only these, even a midwife who comes to birth a woman, or someone who comes to save from marauders, from marauding army, or someone who came, comes to save from a river, or from an avalanche, or from a fire, they are like the people of the city that they go to, and they have 2,000 Amos in each direction. The too low, and not more than 2,000 Amos, that our Mishnah says, that anyone who went out to save ha- may return to their place, even more. So it's a contradiction between our Mishnah and the Mishnah in Rosh Hashanah regarding somebody who went out to save, whether he only has 2,000 Amos in each direction, or whether he can go home. Rabbi Yehuda said that Rav said that our Mishnah is not talking about an issue of Tchum, our Mishnah is saying that they may go home, or again, Rav Moshe Feinstein learns, they must go home carrying their weapons. Kiditanya, as we learn the Brisa, originally, they would put their weapons in the first house that they came to, close to the wall of their own city. 
One time the enemy saw chase them, and then the Jews had to go in to this house to get their weapons, and the Goyim went in after them, there was a stampede, and the Jews killed each other more than the Goyim killed them. At that time, it was decreed that they should take their weapons home with them. I mentioned Rav Moshe Feinstein a couple times. There is a machlokas between Rav Moshe Feinstein and Rav Shlomo Zalman Arbach how to understand this Gemara in the context of a Hatzalah volunteer who drives an ambulance or drives his car to a to a case on Shabbos or Yom Tov, is he allowed to drive home afterwards, which is an Isser Doraisa? Obviously, driving there is Pikuach Nefesh, that's not a question, but can he drive home afterwards? Rav Moshe Feinstein understands our Gemara to be saying that just like carrying the weapons home was not only permitted but required, and that's a Malacha Doraisa, carrying the weapons through Shusarabim. So too, uh, for the sake of a Hatzalah volunteer going home, lest his family not permit him to go out next time, he is permitted to be Machal Shabbos, even Doraisa, in order to go home. If he could find a guy to drive him, that would be preferable. But if not, then he could drive himself home on Shabbos or Yom Tov. Shlomo Zalman Auerbach uh, argues with this, and says he, he among other things, Roshlomo Zalman says, why didn't Argamara answer its question that way? We had a seeming contradiction between the Reisha, which says someone who goes out with permission has 2,000 Amos, and someone who goes out to save can go home. Why didn't Argamara say, yes, someone who goes out to save someone else can be Mahalo Shabbos to go home, and someone who went out for another purpose, like to deliver a baby or to testify for Edus HaChodesh, cannot go home. Has only 2,000 Amos. Gemara didn't say that. So that, according to Roshlomo Zalman, is a proof not like Rav Moshe. Rav Moshe has an answer to that. That is a famous machlokis between the two of them based on this Gemara and how to understand this Gemara. Continuing the Gemara, Rav Nachman Yitzchak Amar Lokasha. Rav Nachman Yitzchak said, not a contradiction, between our Mishnah, which says that those who went out to save may go home, and the Mishnah Rosh Hashanah, which says they have 2,000 Amos, if the Jews won the battle, they should stay where they are, and they have 2,000 Amos, and if the Goyim defeated themselves, which is a euphemism, a nice way of saying if the Goyim defeated the Jews, then the Jews are allowed to run to their homes for safety. I'm Rav Yehuda Amarav. Rav Yehuda said that Rav said, Nochrim shetzaru ayarot Yisrael. If Goyim besieged Jewish cities, ein yotim alehem zainan, you may not go out to meet them with weapons, ve'en mechalulim alehem et ha-shabbat, and you may not be mechalul Shabbos for them, for that. Tanya namihachi, we learn similarly in Ebrisa, nochrim shetzaru v'chulei, if Goyim besieged the city, and the Brisa says the same thing, etc. When is this speaking about If the Goyim are only coming, raiding for money, for loot. 
of Albalos Kina Fashot, but if they are coming uh, to fight to the death, then you may go out with weapons and be Machal Shabbos. And if they are besieging a border town on the border of Eretzral and even if they did not come to take lives, but only came for straw or hay, you may go out with weapons and be Machal Shabbos, because if you don't defend the borders of Eretzral, the next thing you know, the enemies will be deep inside Eretzral. Amr of Yosef Barman Yumei, Rav Yosef Barman Yume said, Amr of Nachman, the Rav Nachman said, Ubavel k'iras v'chal l'svardamya. The Targuma Naharda. Rav Nachman said that Bavel is like a city that's on the border, and they translated this as referring to Naharda. Rashi explains that the city of Naharda sat between an area that was mostly populated by Goyim and an area that was mostly populated by Jews, and Narda was the, uh, the stronghold that protected the Jewish villages behind it. So if Goyim would attack Narda and the Jews would not fight, then the entire Jewish region behind it would be open to, to raiding by the Goyim, and therefore Narda is considered a border town. So it's not only the borders of Israel, but the borders of any inhabited area. So if Goyim would come over the Williamsburg Bridge into Brooklyn, the people in Williamsburg would have to fight to protect all the other neighborhoods, all the other Jewish neighborhoods in Brooklyn behind them. Darash Rabbi Dostai, the mean Beire. Rabbi Dostai from Beire uh, Darshan. My dichtiv, what is the meaning of the Pasuk? David Amelech was told that the Plishtim are fighting in a place called Ki'ilah, and they are raiding the granaries. Tana, Raisa says, Kila Irasuchalasvarita. Kila was a border town. And they only came for straw and hay. They were raiding the granaries. As it says, they were raiding the granaries. And nevertheless, it says, And David asked the Urim Vitumim, Should I go? And fight the Plishtim. By Yomar Hashem El David Lech Vikita Vaplishtim Voshata Kilan and Hashem Yerim Betumim told David, go and fight the Plishtim and rescue Kiila. The Apostle actually says Lech Vikita Et Plishtim. My Kamibayle. So what was David asking? Ile Ma Ishari Iasur. If it was Shabbos and he was asking, is it permitted to go out or not? should ask the based in of Shmuel, not the Urim Vitumim. You can't ask the Halacha. You can't ask the Urim Vitumim Halacha. Rather, he wants to know, would he succeed or not? And you can infer this. As the Pasuk says, go and fight the Plishtim and rescue Ki'ilah so you see that he was asking, will I succeed? He was not asking, should I go and fight? Nevertheless, Toso says that this is a proof that on a border city, you can 
go out and fight on Shabbos even when it's only about money because from the fact that David Amelech would risk his life to go fight over straw and hay, you see that it's very important. And if it's very important, then you could do it on Shabbos too. That's according to Tosfot. Mishnah. Mishya Shav Baderach Ba'amad Vira'ah Harehu Samuch La'ir. If a person sat down on Friday afternoon to rest and he did not fall asleep, if he fell asleep, that's the next Mishnah. In this Mishnah, he did not fall asleep, and, but he didn't really know where he was. And then he noticed that he is near a city. Since it was not his intention to go into the city, he may not go into the city. Rashi says it doesn't mean he may not go into the city. If the city is within 2,000 almost of where he is, he may go into the city, but he does not become like a, an inhabitant of the city, such that he could have 2,000 almost in each direction from the city. That's the opinion of Rabbi Meir. Rabbi Huda says he may go in, meaning he may become like an inhabitant of the city. I'm sorry, just according to that, he's, so he can just go into the city and that's about it? If, if the city is within 2,000 almost, he may go 2,000 almost and, and if that takes him into the city, so as far as that takes him, that's where he can go, and then he has to stop, even if it's in the middle of a walled city. Does that answer your question? Yeah, I'm tired. Yeah, I think so. Okay. Thanks. And according to Yehuda, not only he can go into the city, but he becomes an inhabitant of the city. I'm Rabbi Yehuda. Rabbi Yehuda says, as proof that I am correct, that this happened to Rabbi Tarfon, that he did not intend to be Konashvisa in that city. He sat down to rest and then realized that he was within 2,000 almost of the city. And as he sat down before Shabbos started and after Shabbos started, he realized he was within 2,000 almost of the city and he went into the city and became like an inhabitant of that city. Tanya Amr of Yehuda. The Gemara says... Well, we say, Shlomo, when we say he did not intend... He didn't have a negative intention on that. He didn't have a... Uh, he was not aware that he was close to the city. Right. Seemingly. Where it says, Tanya Amr Yehuda Maseb Rabbi Tarfon The Bryce says that Rabbi Yehuda said that once Rabbi Tarfon was going on the road, the Chashchalo, and it got dark, the Lan Chutz Lair, and he slept outside the city, but he was awake during Ben Ashwasha. And then at night, he slept out in the field in the morning, the shepherds found him. They said, Rebbe, the city is right in front of you. He canes, go in. Nichnas, he went. He sat in the base and he taught all day. So you see that if you are near the city, you can go in and become like a member of the city. They said to Rebbe Huda, that's a proof. Shema Bohaita. Maybe he knew the city was there and was intended to be Konashviso there. Or maybe that base Medras was within 2,000 Amos of where he started. In other words, who says he became like an inhabitant of that city and went more than 2,000 Amos from his starting place to the base Medras? Maybe the base Medras was within 2,000 Amos of where he spent the night in the field. So, therefore, it's no proof. Mishnah. 
If somebody was sleeping, he went to sleep before Shabbos started, and he did not know that Shabbos started, he slept through Ben Hashmashos, he has 2,000 almost in each direction. These are the words of Rabbi Yochanan Ben-Nuri. The Chachamim say he does not have 2,000 Amos, he has four Amos. Rabbi Eliezer Omer, Rabbi Eliezer says he's in the middle of the four Amos, he has two Amos in each direction. Rabbi Yudah Omer, Rabbi Yudah says, no, he has four Amos in whichever direction he chooses. Rabbi Yudah agrees that once he chooses, he cannot change his mind. If there were two people, each one has four amos, and they overlap. Let's say the people are standing three amos apart, and they have two amos in each direction, then they will overlap one ama, or according to Yehuda, that they could choose the four amos in the same direction, then they, I'm sorry, they could choose four amos in any direction, then if they're standing six amos apart, they'll have two of their own, two that overlap, and then two of the other guys. Some of the Amos of this one overlap the Amos of that one. They may bring food, that is someone may bring them food, or if they have food, they can put it in the middle and share. As long as one does not take food out of his own tchum into the other person's tchum. In other words, if Ruvain and Shimon are sharing their food, then they can only eat in the two Amos where they overlap, or however much it is where they overlap. But Ruvain cannot take Shimon's food into the two Amos that are exclusively Ruvain's, and Shimon cannot take Ruvain's food into the two Amos that are exclusively Shimon's. Hayush Shah, if there were three people, by Saim Uvlavenihem, and the middle person overlaps with both of them, but they do not overlap with each other. He may share with each of them, and each of them may share with him. But the two outer ones are prohibited to share. Rabbi Shimon, Rabbi Shimon says, To what may this be compared? The Gemara, not today, will explain why do we need this to be compared to anything. What's Rabbi Shimon teaching us? But to what may this be compared? You have three chatseros in a row on a street. They all open to the street and they open to each other. That is, the two outer ones open each open to the middle one and all three open to the street. If the two outer ones each made an Eruv with the middle one, then the middle one may carry into each of the outer ones, and each of the outer ones may carry into the middle one, but you may not carry from the outermost one to the other outermost one. So you can carry from A to B, and you can carry from C to B, and you can carry from B to A and C, but you may not carry from A through B to C. Anything that started in A cannot go into C, and anything started in C cannot go into A. Gemara. Bye, Rava. Rava asks, My Kasavar of Yochanan Minuri. 
What does Rabbi Yochanan ben Nuri hold? Rabbi Yochanan ben Nuri said that if a person slept through Bein Hashmashos, he acquires a tome of 2,000 Amos. And the Chachamim argued and said that he only acquires a tome of four Amos. What does Rabbi Yochanan ben Nuri hold? Misfar kasavar chefzei hefker konin shvita. Does he hold that a hefker object, an ownerless object, acquires shvisa and acquires 2,000 Amos? And a person who's sleeping is no worse than an ownerless object, so he also acquires 2,000 amos. And really, Rav Yochan Minuri and Achachamim could have argued about objects rather than arguing about a sleeping person. And the reason they argued about a sleeping person is to show you how far the Rabbanan go. Even though you could have argued that since a person who's awake is kone 2,000 amos, acquires 2,000 amos, so to a person who's sleeping, acquires 2,000 amos, kamash malan, below, and therefore the mission is coming to tell us that according to the chachamim, a sleeping person does not acquire 2,000 amos. So maybe that's what they're arguing about. O dilma, or perhaps, kasavar b'yochanam minuri ba'alma chavtei hefker in konin shvita, that really b'yochanam minuri holds that an object of Hefkir does not acquire a tchum of 2,000 amos. The hacha and the reason that a sleeping person, according to Rebilchen Minuri, does acquire an, a tchum of 2,000 amos, is ho'il or kana, since if he was awake, he would be kona at 2,000 amos. Neshleinami kana, when he's sleeping, he also acquires 2,000 amos. So we have two ways of understanding Rebilchen Minuri. Either a sleeping person acquires 2,000 amos because hefker objects acquire 2,000 amos, and a sleeping person is like a hefker object. Or, Rabbi Yochanan Minuri holds, a hefker object does not acquire 2,000 amos, but a sleeping person does because since if he was awake, he would acquire 2,000 amos. When he's asleep, he also acquires 2,000 amos. Amar Rav Yosef. Rav Yosef said, Tashma, come and hear a proof from Abraisa. If it rains on Erev Yomtov and it fills a cistern, that rain, water, acquires a tchum of 2,000 amos. And when you come to draw water, you can only take it to a place that is within 2,000 amos of the cistern where the water collected. If the rain falls on Yomtov, since it was not around during Benashmashos, it has no tchum at all, and it has the, acquires the tchum of the person who collects it. So you see that an object which is hefker acquires a tchum of 2,000 amos, because we said if it rains before Yavtov, the water has a tchum of 2,000 amos. Now, Bishlam HaKasav Rabbi Yochanan ben Nuri Chavtei Hefker Konin Shvita Hamani Rabbi Yochanan He. Now, if you say that Rabbi Yochanan ben Nuri holds, I'm sorry, I skipped two words, if you say that Rabbi Yochanan Minuri holds that Hefker objects acquire 2,000 Amos, Amani Rabbi Yochanan he. Then who is the Tana of this Raisa? It's Rabbi Yochanan Minuri. But if you say that even Rabbi Yochanan Minuri holds that Hefker objects do not acquire 2,000 Amos, Hamani, Lo Rabbi Yochanan, Lo Rabbi and who is the Tana of this Baisa? It's not Rabbi Yochanan Minuri, and it's not Rabbanan, because this Baisa says that the water has a Tchom of 2,000 Amos. 
Yatsiv Abaye the Kamar Lala Hashmata. Abaye was sitting and repeating this teaching. Amalei Rav Safar Labaye. Rav Safar said to Abaye, the Dilma Big Shamim Hasuchim Le'iraskinan. How do you know that the Brisa is according to Riochan and Minuri? Maybe it's talking about a cistern which is near a city. And the people of that city have in mind that the rain that fell on Arab Yomkov and collected in the cistern should share their Tchom Shabbos. Amrlei, Abaye said to him, You couldn't think that. It's not, because we learned in the Mishnah, A private cistern has the Tchom of its owner. And a cistern that belongs to a city has the Tchom of that city. And a cistern that's Hefker, that's for travelers who come from Bavel, it is like the person who fills it. The Tanya, we learned another verse, that a boar that belongs to a tribe, in other words, it's a boar of Hefker, it's for everybody, has 2,000 amos, in every direction. So we have a contradiction between two Brisas that speak about water of Hefker. One says it has the Tchom of the person who draws the water, and the other says it has 2,000 Amos. You have to say that one of them is Rabbi Yochanan Minuri, the one that says it, that the water has 2,000 Amos is Rabbi Yochanan Minuri, and Harabanan, and the one that says that has the Tchom of the person who draws the water is the Rabbanan. So you see that Rabbi Yochanan Minuri holds Chavtzei Hefker Konim Shvita, that Hefker objects, in this case the water, acquire 2,000 Amos. Ki'atel HaKamei to Rabbi Yosef, when Abaye came to Rabbi Yosef, Amarle, he told him, Hachi Kamar of Safra, Bahachi Ahad relayed, is what Rav Safra said, and this is what I answered him. Amarle, Rabbi Yosef said to him, Vamai Lotemele Migufa, why didn't you answer him from the Brisa itself? The Brisa said, that rain that falls on Erev Yom Tov has 2,000 Amos, and if it falls on Yom Tov, it's like the legs of every person, whoever draws the water. That itself proves that Rabbi Yochanan Minuri holds Hefzei Hefker Konim Shvita, and not like Rav Safra wanted to say that maybe it's talking about a cistern which is near a city. Why? Because if you would think it's talking about rain that fell and collected in the cistern near a city, would it be correct to say they have 2,000 Amos in each direction, which implies 2,000 Amos from the cistern? It should have said they are like the people of the city. In other words, the cistern, let's say, is on the edge of the city. 2,000 Amos in each direction from the cistern is not the same thing as 2,000 Amos in each direction from the city. So from the fact that the Bryce has said 2,000 Amos from the cistern, you see it is not because it's near a city and it has the home of the people of the city. Rather, you see it's like Rabbi Yochanan Minuri that the water itself has a Tchom Shabbos because Hefker objects acquire Shvisa. We will stop there. Have a good night. Good night, Shkaya. Good night,